You're listening to South Florida's Good News Station, WCNO, Palm City. This is God's plan for redemption, and it's good Good morning and welcome to the Our Wireless Connection radio broadcast. My name is Pastor Carolyn. I welcome you today to the broadcast. Before we begin, I would like to share with you our mailing address at Sunrise Worship International Ministries, P.O. Box 670823, Coral Springs, Florida 33067. Again, that's Sunrise Worship International Ministries, P.O. Box 670823, Coral Springs, Florida 33067. We would love to hear from you, and of course, please do not hesitate to send your prayer requests. They are kept in the strictest confidence, utmost confidentiality, and we're pleased to hold up your prayer request to the throne room and to agree with you in prayer. Pastor Larry. Good morning, beloved. I'll be reading from Luke chapter 23 in the New King James Version. Then the whole multitude of them arose and led him to Pilate. And they began to accuse him, saying, We found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to pay taxes to Caesar, saying that he himself is Christ a king. Then Pilate asked him, saying, Are you the king of the Jews? And answered him, said, It is as you say. So Pilate said to the chief priest and the crowd, I find no fault in this man. But they were the more fierce, saying, He stirs up the people, teaching throughout all Judea, beginning from Galilee to this place. When Pilate heard of Galilee, he asked if the man was a Galilean. As soon as he knew that he belonged to Herod's jurisdiction, he sent him to Herod, who also was in Jerusalem at the time. Now when Herod saw Jesus, he was exceedingly glad. For he had desired a long time to see Jesus, because he had heard many things about him, and he hoped to see some miracles done by him. Then he had questioned him with many words, but he answered, them, uh, answered him nothing. And the chief priest and the scribes stood and vehemently accused him. Then Herod, with his men of war, treated him with contempt and mocked him, arrayed him in a gorgeous robe, and sent him back to Pilate. That very day, Pilate and Herod became friends with each other, for previously they had been enemies with each other. Then Pilate said he had called together the chief priests, the rulers, and the people, said to them, You have brought me this man as one who misleads the people. And indeed, having examined him in your presence, I have found no fault in this man concerning those things of which you accuse him. No, neither did Herod. For I send him back to you, back to him, and indeed nothing deserving of death has done by this man. I will therefore chastise him and release him. And they all cried out at once, saying, Away with this man and release us Barabbas, who had been thrown into prison for a certain rebellion made in the city and for murder. Pilate therefore wishing to release Jesus again called out to them. Then they shouted, saying, Crucify him. 
crucify him. Then he said to them the third time, Why, what evil has he done? I have found no reason for death in him. I will therefore chastise him and let him go. But they were insistent and demanding with loud voices that he be crucified. And the voices of these men and the chief priests prevail. So Pilate gave sentence and should be as they requested. And he released to them the one they requested for who rebellion and murder had been thrown into, into prison. But he delivered Jesus to their will. Now, as they led him away, they, lay, they laid hold of a certain man, Simon, who is coming from the country on him that they laid the cross that he may bear for Jesus. A great multitude of the people followed him, and women also mourned. And Jesus turned to them and said, Daughters of Jerusalem, do not weep for me, but weep for yourselves and your children. For indeed the days are coming in which will say, Blessed are the barren wombs that never bore, and the breasts which never nursed. And they will begin to say unto the mountains, Fall on us, and to the hills, cover us. For if they do these things in green wood, what will be done in the dry? There were also two others, two other criminals led with him to be put to death. And when they come to the when they came to the place called Galvary, or the skull, Golgotha, they crucified him. And the criminals, one on the right hand and the other on the left hand, and Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They divided his garments and cast lots, and the people stood looking on. But even the rulers with them sneered, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ, the chosen one. The soldiers also mocked Jesus, coming and offering him sour wine, and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. The inscription was also written over his head in letters of Greek, Latin, and Hebrew, this is the king of the Jews. Then one of the criminals who were hanged blasphemed him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. The other th criminal answered rebuking him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing that you are under the same condemnation? And we do indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you, today you'll be with me in paradise. Now it was about that sixth hour, and there was darkness all over the earth until the ninth hour. Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last breath. So when the centurion saw what had happened, he glorified God and said, Certainly this was a righteous man. The whole crowd who became together at, to, that, to that site, seeing what had been done, beat their breast and returned. But all his acquaintances and the women who followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. Now behold, there was a, a man named Joseph, a council member, a good and just man. He had not consented to their decision. Indeed, he was from Armathenia, a city of the Jews who himself was also waiting, the kingdom of God. This man went to Pilate and asked for the body of Jesus. Then he took it down and wrapped it in linen 
and laid it on the, in the tomb that he had honed out of, the, out of the rock where no one had ever laid before. That day was the preparation and the Sabbath drew near. And the women who had come with him from Galilee followed after them, observed the tomb and how his body was laid. Then they returned and prepared spices and fragrant oils, and they rested on the Sabbath according to the commandment. Pastor Carolyn. Luke chapter 24. Now on the first day of the week, very early in the morning, they and certain other women with them came to the tomb bringing the spices which they had prepared. But they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. Then they went in and did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. And it happened as they were greatly perplexed about this, that behold, two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces to the earth, they said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but is risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee, saying, The Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified, and the third day rise again. And they remembered his words. Then they returned from the tomb and told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. And their words seemed to them like idle tales, and they did not believe them. But Peter arose and ran to the tomb, and stooping down, he saw the linen cloths lying by themselves, and he departed, marveling to himself at what had happened. Now behold, two of them were traveling that same day to a village called Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. As they talked together of all these things which had happened, so it was, while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. But their eyes were restrained, so that they did not know him. And he said to them, What kind of conversation is this that you have with one another as you walk and are sad? Then the one whose name was Cleopas answered and said to him, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem, and have you not known the things which happened here in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, The things concerning Jesus of Nazareth, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, and how the chief priests and our rulers delivered him to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Indeed, besides all this, today is the third day since these things happened. Yes, and certain women of our company who arrived at the tomb early astonished us. When they did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision of angels who said he was alive. And certain of those who were with us went to the tomb and they found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Then he said to them, O foolish ones and slow of heart, to believe in all that the prophets have spoken, ought not the Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Then they drew near to the village where they were going, and he indicated that he would have gone farther, but they constrained him, saying, Abide with us, for it is toward evening, and the day is far spent. 
and he went in to stay with them. Now it came to pass as he sat at the table with them that he took bread, blessed, and broke it and gave it to them. Then their eyes were opened, and they knew him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, Did not our heart burn within us while he talked with us on the road and while he opened the scriptures to us? So they rose up that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found the eleven and those who were with them gathered together saying, The Lord is risen indeed and has appeared to Simon. And they told about the things that had happened on the road and how he was known to them in the breaking of bread. Now as they said these things, Jesus himself stood in the midst of them and said to them, Peace to you. But they were terrified and frightened and supposed they had seen a spirit. And he said to them, Why are you troubled, and why do you, why do doubts arise in your hearts? Behold my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Handle me and see, for a spirit does not have flesh and bones as you see I have. When he had said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. But while they were still, did not believe for joy and marveled, he said to them, Have you any food here? So they gave him a piece of broiled fish and some honeycomb, and he took it and ate it in their presence. And then he said to them, These are the words which I spoke to you while I was still with you, that all things must be fulfilled which were written in the law of Moses and the prophets and the Psalms concerning me. And he opened their understanding that they might comprehend the scriptures. And then he said to them, Thus is it is written, and thus it was necessary, for the Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name to all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And you are witnesses of these things. Behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry in the city of Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high, and he led them out as far as Bethany, and he lifted up his hands and blessed them. Now it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. Lord God, bless the reading of your holy word. We pray it will accomplish all it's been sent to do. We praise you and magnify your name and worship you this morning, Lord God. Hallelujah to the mighty and glorious name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we worship you and magnify you. We thank you, Father, for your ever-present in this radio broadcast. Hallelujah. We thank you that you're ever-present in the lives of your believers, Lord God, that, Lord, we can celebrate you every day of our lives, Lord God. We can celebrate you this resurrection day, Lord God. Hallelujah. And magnify you and praise you and lift up the highest praises to your name. And so, Lord, know that you are welcome to have your way in our lives, Lord God. We invite you, Holy Spirit, to touch us this morning and to teach us this morning as we seek you and magnify you and worship the name of the one true living God. Lord, we thank you that you are the God above all gods. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, that you're ever-present help in time of trouble for your people, O oh God. You said if we called upon you in the day of trouble that you would answer, Lord God. Lord God, you are not one, Lord God, that runs from trouble. No. You are the God 
who's ever present, Lord God, the God who was there, Lord God, who was in the court there with Pontius Pilate, Lord God, who was under Herod's jurisdiction. You're the God, Lord God, that went to the cross. You're the God, Lord God, that had the letters, the inscription. This is the King of the Jews put over you, Lord God. You are the God that, hallelujah, Jesus, Lord God, paid an awesome and incredible price, Father God, for the people of God to come to know you in your fullness, Lord God, to save our souls, Lord God, Lord God, to redeem us, Lord God, from all destruction, from all the power of the enemy. And so we bless you and we magnify you this morning and we worship you. We thank you, Lord God, Lord God, that there is evidence that he is risen. Lord God, we thank you for your word and the things that are pointed out, Lord God, even on the road to Emmaus, Father God. We thank you, Lord Jesus the conversations about what Jesus himself did for the people of God. It says in chapter 24, in verse 15, So it was, while they conversed and reasoned, that Jesus himself drew near and went with them. On the road to Emmaus, Jesus himself appeared to them. There's another day of appearing that's soon approaching, when Jesus himself shall appear. My question to you this morning is, when Jesus himself appears next time, will he know who you are as a child of God? You're his creation. He created you. But have you chosen to receive all that Jesus did on the cross personally, receiving him as your personal Lord and Savior? The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The Bible also says if you confess with your mouth Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you shall be saved. I invite you this morning as we read from the word and lifted up the name of Jesus, may his mighty name be exalted and highly lifted up. I invite you this morning to invite Jesus to come into your heart. I invite you this morning to pray with us, to repent of your sins, and to invite him to be Lord of your life. Would you pray with me today? Heavenly Father, I come before you confessing that I am a sinner. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I ask you, Jesus, to come inside my heart. Live big on the inside of me. I surrender my life to you, to your Lordship. Be Lord over my life. Be my Savior. I believe that God raised Jesus from the dead, that he is the Son of God. Baptize me with the Holy Spirit. Be ever present with me all the days of my life. I desire to spend eternity with you. If you prayed that prayer this morning, I encourage you to find a Bible-believing church, a church that can encourage you and teach you the uncompromised Word of God, that you might know Jesus the fullness of our God, hallelujah, to which he is eternal. And that we're always learning something new about him. And I just pray that you would come to know him, that we would all come to know Jesus in the year 2018 and beyond in new ways and go deeper in him as never before. Lord, we need to know you in this hour like we've never known you before. And so we even in past weeks, we've been crying out, 
Lord God, to hear your voice even clearer, that we might know you and walk with you closer. Lord God, touch everyone on the radio broadcast today. I pray in Jesus' name. Pastor Larry. Beloved, reading from Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. And it says, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Romans 10, 9 says, If thou shalt confess thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Beloved, this morning, it is about he is risen. He is risen today. He sits on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for you and myself and our family and your family. When I read the scripture of Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. That right there should be enough for everyone. I am crucified with Christ. Christ lives in me. Christ walks in me. Christ walks through me. Jesus has paid the price. I have submitted myself to the kingdom of the living God. Beloved, he has risen. He has risen from the grave, and he makes intercession for you and I. He is by far the chief intercessor in our life. He is making sure that we're looking up to him. In the Bible, it says that his eye moves to and fro around the world, and his ear hears his prayer. But the unrighteous he turns away from. So in other words, beloved, when you ask Jesus in your heart and your life to be your Lord and Savior, he will not only hear you, he will not only see you, but he will answer your prayer. As long as that you belong to the kingdom of the living God. When I read Romans 10, 9, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, thou shalt be saved in thine heart, and God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. That right there is really the scripture for salvation. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's a God that changeth not. Beloved, we need to have the Lord in our life. It is no longer acceptable to be a good person. A good person can be religious. A good person can have all the religiosity that they want. But having a relationship with Jesus is far greater than being religious. That's why I was reading, If thy confess thy mouth that Lord Jesus is your Savior and believe in that heart, that's what he wants. He wants your heart. He doesn't want just part of it. He wants the total heart of, the, of mankind. And as I was explaining just a few minutes ago, about salvation. And let me read you some scriptures on that. Luke 19, chapter 10. For the Son of Man came to seek and save which is lost. 2 Corinthians 4, 4. For the God of this world had blinded the unbelievers' minds that they should not discern the truth, 
preventing them from seeing the illuminating light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, the Messiah who is the image and likeness of God. Matthew twelve twenty nine. How can a person go into a strong man's house and carry off the goods without first binding the strong man? Then indeed he may plunder his house. Matthew eighteen eighteen. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind, forbid, and declare to be improper on earth must be. What is already forbid in heaven and whatever you permit and declare proper and lawful on earth must be already permitted in heaven. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. For I always pray the God of our Lord Jesus Christ may grant you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and in intimate knowledge of him by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you, may, you can know and understand the hope to which he had called you and how rich it is his glorious inheritance in the, in the saints. Matthew 9, 37, 38. The harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few. Beloved, again, as we come upon this time to let you know that Jesus, the Son of the living God, is alive and well. He is risen from the dead. I can just imagine when those inhabitants when they went to the tomb and they looked inside, before they even looked inside, they saw the stone rolled away. Who took the body of Jesus? Jesus had already left the building. Jesus had left the, uh, the area. Jesus had left the tomb to be that Savior he promised to be, to be that Lord he promised to be, to be that healer he promised to be. Hebrews 8.12 For I will be merciful and gracious toward their sins and I will remember their deeds of unrighteousness no more. So when you ask the Lord Jesus into your heart and your life, Jesus will never throw up your past life in your face. Jesus will never do that. Jesus will never leave you nor will he ever forsake you. Again, he's a God of love. 2 Corinthians 5.17 Therefore, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> therefore if any person is engrafted in Christ the Messiah, it is a new, he is a new creature, altogether a new creation. The old previous moral and spiritual condition has passed away. Behold, the fresh and the new has come. Beloved, when you ask the Lord Jesus into your heart, into your life, you're going from the thought of being a good person to be a righteous person. You're going from a religious person to a relationship person because you have asked Jesus into your heart and your life. Acts 4, chapter 12. And there is salvation in and there, and though no one else, for there is no other name. There is no other name. There is no other name under heaven given among men by in which we must be saved. I want to read that one more time. Acts 4, chapter 12. And there is salvation in and though no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by in which we must be saved. Beloved, Jesus, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, is life. He is our portion.
He is our healer. He is our redeemer. He will bless you. He will protect you. He will lead you. And he will guide you in the path of righteousness. Revelation 3, chapter, chapter 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears and listens to and heeds my voice and opens the door, I will come in and I will sup with him. All you have to do, beloved, all you have to do is just ask Jesus to come into your heart. Again, when you ask Jesus to be your Lord and be your Savior, you have left being a religious person to being a relational person. You've left being a good person to be a righteous person. You left leaving living with not being in fear, but living by faith, living in faith, faith in you through Jesus. It is impossible to please God without faith. It is absolutely possible to please God without faith. And I'm going to turn this back to Pastor Carolyn so she can give you the remaining portion of the program. And Pastor Larry, thank you. I just want to read John chapter 1 verse 12 but to as many as did receive and welcome him he gave the authority power privilege right to become the children of god that is to those who believe in adhere to trust in and rely on his name we thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast this week god bless you